This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. And there it is. That's as good as it gets on this stage. Nissan Townstar EV strikes again. It's an unstoppable van. Unstoppable. Look, just fantastic. You can actually see the ProPilot technology in action. Effortless parallel parking. It moves with all the confidence that comes with a five-year warranty. And with a bench full of all-star van experts, there's real strength in depth here. That's all-star quality. Search Nissan Townstar EV and visit your local all-star van centre to see for yourself. Terms and conditions apply. Five years or 100,000 miles, whichever comes first. ProPilot is an advanced driver assist technology. Driver's responsibility to stay alert, drive safely and control vehicle at all times. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the results, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app and you'll get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Good evening and welcome to a live transfer. Um... Final, uh, final hour of the transfer window, or as we found out about an hour and a half ago, or an hour ago even, uh, it's just an all Tuesday now. All our business is um, done and dusted. Um, I'm going to be joined by a few. Uh, first one up can be. Good evening, Alex. How you doing, fella? Hey, evening, Ricky. You all right, mate? <clears throat> yeah, not so well. I can't complain. Uh, how's your evening, all right? Uh, yeah, all good, mate. Um, finished work. I was just on the Sunderland podcast uh, previewing Saturday's game. Um, yeah, it's been quite productive, actually. You? Yeah, not too bad. Mm. Too bad. Uh, getting all over excited with stuff and laughing at Hibs fans and that sort of stuff. So, yeah, been a good night. Um, we're joined by some of the, the panel from uh, our uh, our normal show, uh, our normal pod, uh, the one and only Ben. How you doing, fella? Well, Mickey, how we doing? Yeah, good, mate. Good, you? Yeah, not too bad, mate. Not too bad. Just getting over the anti-climate of uh, tonight and all the all the messages going backwards and forwards throughout the day. No, that's it. That's it. In it. So yeah, uh, and also we're joined by Stephen. Hello, Mickey. Right, this mate. All good. All good. And we're joined. I um, just oh, I cannot. Go on. I cannot wait for this because I've got a feeling that this show is going to be quite interesting um, after the day's events. Um, I do too. Well, I, I know that... You mean lack of, mate? From the group I sit in, um, I've, I know that one of the guys on there is on this group and I know that I'm going to bring him in in a minute and um, he's going to tell us how to do the transfer window. Um, I won't tell you what, what team he is yet. I'll let him come in in a minute and tell you that. But yeah, good evening, Joe. Hiya, how you doing? You all right? Yeah, not too bad, not too bad. Right then, we've signed the next player. we now got less players than what we started the transfer window with, I believe. Um, yep, yep, we, we've, we've done okay. But um, before we get into us and we start ripping it all apart, I'm going to welcome Ant. How you doing, fella? 
if he comes in. Is he going to come in? Oh, don't know. He might not. He might not. And Adam, mate, all right? I'm all right, mate. Are you? Yeah, not too bad. As you can tell by um, his accent, he is um, he's further north um, than the Watford Gap. It's normally a game we get on a Tuesday evening. Uh, Ant runs a um, a whole podcast. Um, he's been on the show before when um, when we done the Memorial game. But tell us, just out of interest, then, and um, how many players you signed this window? Not that many. Definitely not as many as uh, the summer. Um, I think we've actually only confirmed three at the minute. I think we've got we signed Malcolm Ebio at the beginning, um, Aaron Connolly, uh, and then today we signed um, some Peruvian youngster who is going straight back out on loan to Peru for the next year or so. So we've no, uh, nothing. Yeah, uh, the first two were loans, and well, this one was a permanent transfer, but it's um, not really been said how much we've spent. Right, so I could tell you that one. How many did you buy in the summer? Uh, about 16 or 17. And how much did that cost you? Um, I think we were actually 7 million in profit, uh, thanks to the Keen Lewis part transfer. Um, but I think we actually only spent about, I think it was 8 million overall. And the vast majority of that was on Ozan Tufan, who cost us 4 million, I believe. There you go. Any of the panel want to come in and speak to, um, and more than welcome. Um, but that sounds to me is in how you do a transfer. In it, at transfer window, don't cost your bundles of money. Get yourself in some good players. I mean, I, I think the summer transfer window, when you look back with hindsight, was probably um, a bit too indulgent, uh, maybe is the word. I think we perhaps underestimated that a huge turnover in the squad will require time to settle and, and, and acclimatise to a new country, a new league. Um, I mean, we've got, you know, two or three of the signings from the summer have been phenomenal, like we're looking at Oscar Est opinion and um, Pelkas has been good since coming in. Um, Cyrus Christie, uh, been absolutely phenomenal. Uh, but then we've had a few, like the Salah Edin Ulad Mihand, who was on loan from Arsenal, hasn't played a single game for us and has gone back to Arsenal this window. Harvey Vale hardly played for us, gone back to Chelsea. So a lot of them didn't really work out and some of them have been okay and some have been quite good. So, yeah. Overall, we probably should have been a bit less loud yeah. in the summer, but it seems to have sorted itself out in the end. Quite interesting, actually, because I looked at a Stufin man. How much did he actually cost? He was free. Wow. Well, that's not a mm. bad free signing, I've got to say. Not bad free signing at all. Um, no, yeah, he, was, he scored 15 goals last season in the Portuguese league. Yeah, I mean that's not bad at all, really. When you think about it, it's you know he's been a decent signing uh, for old to be fair. Can I just I've seen him going? Yeah, just just jumping in on that. The thing that's quite frustrating from from a Millwall perspective to to hear that is we often hear that it's quite difficult to bring in a striker, <clears throat> or it's expensive to bring in a striker. You know, you have to pay sort of pay good money. So and that. I don't know, um, you know how, how you know other clubs go about their business, but for a club to be able to bring in a striker who scored 15 goals last year in a league where he would be up against uh, teams that 
are playing in the Champions League and the Europa League to then come down into the Championship and and score goals again. Uh, it, it just baffles me how how some you know other clubs seem to be able to do that and we can't. I think a lot of uh, a lot of our lure in the summer. Um, I mean, look at the John Michael Surrey transfer. Like we we should not be signing a player of that caliber and that quality, um, especially you know given our position last season and then you know realistic aims this season. Um, players like that shouldn't be coming to Hull City. Uh, maybe back in the Premier League days, but, but certainly not you know what we've become accustomed to lately. Um, but our, our our chairman is just. He, he just has obviously the gift of the gap. And we had a bit of leeway with wages because last season we had the second lowest wage bill in the league. Um, like we said, we sold Keane Lewis Potter for, for 16 million, rising to 20 odd um, to Brentford in the summer too. So it gave us quite a bit of leeway in terms of spending. So we could actually offer some fairly decent wages to some of these players, which obviously will have lured the likes of Surrey and Oscar here. Um, and and he's the chairman's obviously got this ability to convince these players that we've got something going on that's that's worth investing and joining and it, it it's worked because like i say some of some of the players we brought in in terms of the you know their caliber um is is something that you know the top six of last season should have been looking to get um not not us who finished 19 right just before we we uh we uh bring in some some real debate from a real football team Rather than someone uh, a chairman who takes you on a date to Turkey and and seems to be spending money hand over fist or not spending money hand over fist, this is interactive. If you've got an opinion and you want to get on, we don't really care what your opinion is, um, as long as you don't libel anyone um, and just don't come on and be a bellend. Um, any rival teams out there, you pretty much can get away with saying you want. We've got a full panel. Um, there are other ones listening. They're um, they're stalking. I think Omar's stalking, and uh, and Chris is possibly stalking somewhere, um, hiding as always, probably. But they're 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 in the viewers there somewhere. But yeah, it's easy. Bottom left hand corner. You just need to press the request to speak. Your flag up on our end, and we will get you on. If you don't want to come on and speak, um, you can just drop a message. Just um, hashtag space uh, that mill podcast, or just. Um, Copy us in your reply to one of our messages, or copy us in their mention, and uh, and I'll see you on there. So uh, we'll get you on and uh, and go from there. Look, and thanks for joining us, mate. We're um we're going to now bore you with some real wall stuff. Uh, you're welcome to to stay around and listen to us, mate. But um, or come back in if you've got a point in a bit. But um, we're gonna we're gonna talk some real wall stuff now and uh, and and go from there, mate. So um, yeah, hope you're good and. Uh, Hopefully, we'll get some listeners on and uh, and you'll get to hear what it's like to be a Millwall supporter. I'll, I'll stick around and listen. I'm interested. <laughs> no worries. No worries. Right, then, <laughs> to, to our panel, then, um, Alex, Ben, Stephen, Joe, which one? We'll go to you first, Joe. Um, what do you make of these transfers so far, then, of of this window? Well, before I uh, go into that, I just want to ask Ant for a bit of a refund on Honeyman. Um, <laughs> I, don't know, I don't know what they've done to him when, when they when they, uh, they let him go. He must have sort of like tripped him up out the out the door or something because uh, he's not been the same player for us as he was for them towards the end of last season. But um, oh, it's a bit of an anti climax, really. I, I was quite happy early this afternoon. Yeah, when you look at like, the likes of Ollie Burke and 
and what more you think okay we need these sort of players they're sort of pacey attacking sort of versatile midfielders attackers what you want to call them and they are players we definitely need in our middle side especially with the route system playing a little bit counter-attacking football you need that pace on the break what's really really disappointing for me is that we didn't sign a centre forward um yeah, Brad is really the only kind of recognised sort of centre forward striker. Um, if he gets injured, God forbid, we've got. Say, we've, Joe, say it. We've, go on, go on. We've got. We've got I, I feel a bit queasy actually saying that actually, but we've got the goal scoring machine, uh, Vajlam, aren't we? So um, uh, I don't know. Uh, how uh, how uh, we've got a challenge. Vox, Vox, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. What do you thought I said, Vajlam? Oh no, I, just, I thought you did, uh, but you know, I just. No, nah, I wouldn't say that. And, if it, um, it wants to pull Joe for a couple of the podcasts where he's absolutely ruined our uh, our German. I'm not to say ruin his career. But I think he did that himself, didn't he? About fucking six weeks ago. Um, I mean, it, it's safe to say he ain't going to feature much. Is it? Let's be honest. If we've got Burt playing, we've got you know what more playing. We've still got lots of Bury coming back and Bennett and Honeymill, I guess, and Fleming. I can't really see him getting into the team. He might make a, a ten minute appearance for Bradders at the end of the game if Bradders tired. I was going to say, Joe, but you in question, do you think he is now yeah. number two as our centre forward? I think he's about number fucking sixteen. <laughs> no, not your opinion, but do you? But <laughs> me, they should get him in the fucking uh, uh, trade now, like making toast and tea for the players. I think that's what breaking news. Coventry <laughs> City has confirmed that they have done their business for this transfer window too. I'm starting to feel a bit like um. And a Jim White, apart from I'm not a cunt. <laughs> no, and also, you have got a gold tie on, have you? How do you know? I, I, I could be sitting here in nothing but my gold tie. Please don't give me that image, please. Jeez. But yeah, I asked you a question there, Mickey. Like I said, a bit anti-climax, really hoping for a centre forwards. And um, I just really, really hope that Vogel Camera, <laughs> you know, proves me wrong, fucking scores, you know, 10 goals rest of the season and. Yeah, does it does a job for us? I can't see it happening. To be fair, but you never know with these attacking players. It might create more chances for our forwards. Brad might score more often. Even Voggy might fucking get a goal. So we don't know, do we? Let's let's see what happens. One thing I will say just before um, Ben or one of you others come in. Um, well done to Doctor Naheem, uh, the club doctor, for uh, spotting a dodging in. It, 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 it showed itself tonight, and. Um, Luckily enough, we uh, we didn't fucking lose all that money and and have him sitting on a on a sick bed for weeks and then getting paid by us. So uh, well done to the Millwall medical team. Um, and yeah, remember if you do want to get involved, just press the uh, the request to speak and uh, and we'll get you straight on. Um, we don't bite, honestly. I've just found another one of the members there. So uh, evening, Chris. <laughs> He he did message to say that he wouldn't be able to comment. Yeah. Um, he's just he's just stalking. Chris did message me earlier. He said he's really sorry, but his his missus won't let him come on because it's quite late and uh, he's got to get up early for work in the morning. And um, she doesn't like him watching or watching about football anymore because he's been doing it all day. So he has to give it a rest. I know he can't come on here and say it himself, but that's basically what she told him. Sorry, so you're going to get ruined on the next show with him, mate. Um, Ben, come give us your view, fella. <laughs> Yeah, I think probably similar to all of us, really, Mickey. Um, I think <laughs> the Burke signing, I think initially I was quite underwhelmed. Um, I know we'd spoken quite a bit in 
in the WhatsApp group I spoke to my old man and and do you know what actually thinking about it it probably ticks a few of the the boxes in terms of areas that we needed fairly low risk in terms of um, he knows the club probably not going to be paying a huge amount of his wages I would have thought um, knows Rowett knows the boys etc so yeah look, not the signing that we wanted but fairly low risk and just adds a bit of depth and a bit of pace which we definitely needed out wide um, and I think Watmore is going to be a good addition I think I said on the pod yesterday with Roma and Chris that I think you can always tell by opposition fans when they let a player go um, by the reaction online and, and pretty much all, all the reaction I saw from Borough fans was, was positive and wishing him well and that he was a good player so I think he's going to be a good addition and I think like the rest of us and certainly like what Joe said I think just disappointing we couldn't get one more in certainly a centre forward because I think poor old Bradders is going to be uh, getting a, a paste in for the next however long we've got left in the season he's going to be playing a lot of minutes so um, yeah I think an okay window he gets paid to play minutes so um, yeah very true very true I just think yeah he's going he's gonna to need a bit of help and I think Joe's made man's probably going to be a supporting act even though Rowett's obviously come out and said he's not going to be but I think looking at it now unless we're going to play Watmore down the middle I know he can play there but I suppose Vogie is going to be our number two in terms of that centre forward position because Bradford certainly can't be a 90 minute man when we look at the fixtures in, in February when we were playing Saturday, Tuesday Saturday, Tuesday pretty much the whole month so yeah, it's going to be tough. But yeah, I think an okay window. Nothing more than that. Okay. If you do want to come on, remember it is an interactive show. We have got quite a few of the panel on. Uh, if you've got any questions, um, submit them via Twitter or um, or get involved in here and, and submit them live. Uh, we don't bite. Um, and yeah, we'll go from there. Stephen, your views then, fella, and then I'll come to you, Alex. Yeah, but firstly, I think it's absolutely great that Joe's happened to admit that um, Vogel Sam is going to have to have an opportunity. I genuinely hope <clears throat> he does hit a run of form, and uh, maybe I can salvage some pride from our what from our bet a couple of weeks ago. Do you reckon, Joe? Oh, you you up for <laughs> taking the fourth thing? If we if we say this, Vogel Slammer scores more than what five goals between now and the end of the season, we're getting you to do something mad. If, well, I mean, to be fair, Steve, Steve was very kind to give me uh, a £10 donation to the NSPCC charity. Because I, I did say that Buggy won't do it if he won't come and won't score. So, very kind of him. If he scores five goals between now and the end of the season, I will donate £50 to one of Stephen's charities. I can't say... Yeah, I'll tell you that. I'll tell you so that. You yeah, I'll tell you that. And, and, and I'm so confident he won't score five goals, Steve, and I won't even ask you to, to pay the, the bet back if he doesn't. But I can't say fair on that, can I? Fair enough. I mean, as long as this is recorded and, and, and staying on the record forever, then then yeah. But yeah, I, look, I mean, I think all jokes aside, the fact that we're, we haven't brought in a striker and we're, we're discussing and, and the... the the discussions probably for Rowett and around the ground and around the club is that that, that Voggy is is likely to be the second choice striker. I know what more and Burke perhaps could play through the middle. Just speaks. I, I think um, I'm going to slightly disagree with what what Ben had said. Um, I don't think it's been an okay window at all. 
um, the the start of the show, we we said we've we now got less players than what we had at the start of this um, <clears throat> at the start of the window. We already had a small squad as it was, and we're now putting all of our faith in in Tom Bradshaw. Now, Bradshaw splits you know people's opinions. I think he gets a lot of criticism, which is unfair because um, I think he you know his his work rate and and that the you know the willingness to not give up, I think is something that you know. That's the key part of his game. How much more is he going to be able to do that playing Saturday, Tuesday, Saturday, Tuesday? It's not going to happen. It's it's just impossible. So the fact that we've left ourselves, in my opinion, we've left ourselves too short. The club, I know the, the Nesbitt deal, um, you know, they will say they tried and they did. We, we can all see that. But, you know, we all knew... Um, you know, we spoke about it in, on the pod, the WhatsApp groups. But the last couple of days have been going nuts with, you know, messages between all of us about what we're going to do. You know, we knew that this tr- transfer window was Mill's chance. It was the big opportunity to really give ourselves and propel us for a top six push. And I just think that <clears throat> that we've kind of let it slip. Um you know, I, I don't know what other listeners, and I know there's other Mill supporters that's going to be out there that are going to be very disappointed that when they see that there is no more incomings today, and it just seems to be a little bit underwhelming. You're going into the game on Saturday now. Yeah, we have two new signings, but every week you're going to be looking at potentially every time someone goes in on a tackle on Bradshaw, every time he goes down on a knock or something, you know, you the fear factor is going to be there. I, I I don't mind. I think Burke and Watmore are, are decent signings for the championship. Um, you know what you're going to get with Burke. We had him last year. Watmore, obviously, as I think Ben, I think it was Ben that had said that the Borough fans seem to be quite gutted to see him go, which is always a good sign. But all this this talk about you know thinking outside the box and and this that and the other, you don't think outside the box. You need a goal scorer, and unfortunately, the club have let an opportunity to bring one in um, slip through their fingers, and it's just very disappointing for me. Let- Joke aside, Stephen, if if Bradders did get injured, and I don't want to curse the guy because you know we keep talk about him getting injured, and, and uh, let's be honest, he doesn't need much help, does he? But if he does get injured before Rowett decides to throw Voggy in as a centre forward, what's your thoughts on playing Fleming as a centre forward? Instead, maybe moving Honeyman into number ten role, which is probably where he wants to play, where or that he probably plays best. I I think I, according to the stats of our um, our stat partner, he played more in those positions last year <clears> than um, other positions, so he would be a good one there probably. I, I I just think really when we talk about what we need, I know he hasn't quite got the pace, but he won't really need the pace if you've got Burke and Watmore beside you. But what it does give us is an aerial presence he's strong he can hold the ball up he, he's got a knife for a goal you know you know he knows where back of the net is and um i don't i don't, I don't know i've got a funny feeling it might have happened at you know this saturday against sunderland but i reckon the next couple of weeks something will happen whether brothers will get injured or we might go off tired and it, yeah right might move flabbing up front i've got a funny feeling right. he might be the answer in, in, think- in a more center forward role I I think the point of Honeyman playing as as sort of a one attacking midfielder just off of the striker, I think that's his best position. That's where he wants to play. Obviously, Fleming's our best player, so he's going to be the priority there. I wouldn't be against perhaps Fleming playing as a striker. Um, I think he might lose <clears throat> a little bit 
of of Fleming's um, general all round play. If you if you're asking him to, because the, the problem is is if if Bradshaw goes off and you're asking Fleming to chase and hurry and hassle the goalkeeper and the defenders, you might lose a little bit of that ability that you know Fleming's going to have to do a little bit more of the. Well, what, what, what you might find, Steve, sorry to interrupt you there, what you might find is having the likes of Burke and Watmore, who are quite sort of tenacious players, uh, they will work hard, they will do all the chasing, they will do all the pressing, and maybe Fleming playing the centre-forward role can do like what Harry Kane does for Tottenham. You know, he'll probably drop it a bit deeper, get in between the lines a little bit, allow the likes of Burke and Watmore to kind of push on a little bit. Yeah, no, I mean, it's just a four. I just think so. With the players we've got, you've got to make do what you've got sometimes, ain't you? That might be the best way forward. Just on, just on that, uh, I was going to say, sorry, Steve, I was just going to say, if we're then thinking of going down that route, it's going to mean, I mean, I know Fleming's going to almost play every minute to the rest of the season anyway, but you, you, it's a lot of ask then if you're going to be putting him up front to replace Badders in any sort of way. I, I, I would be, it, I'd worry about that. It, it's. I think it, that's the thing, isn't it? I think your Fleming is likely to be a player that you're only going to take off if you're comfortable two nil. Which, as Millwall fans, we know we we don't do comfortable two nils, but or three or four or something like that. And uh, it, look, I wouldn't be against it. I think Fleming, you know, playing as a centre forward, he's going to he'll score goals given the opportunity. And I think he can hold the ball. I mean, the the run against Cardiff and the little sort of back flick in, in and around the box shows he can do a job when he's got, not got much support. I know towards the end, you know, players had caught up with him and whatnot. So it, it could be an option. But I feel like when you've got a, a he's clearly our star player. He's, he's clearly the, the, the you know the one that we look for 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 inspiration. I think Rowett would be play a more safer option and keep. Fleming as the attacking midfielder and I think he would go with another option but I wouldn't be against it as Joe said get Honeyman in the you know just off of him and give that a try but I don't think Raul will do that. Last season Fleming played 14% as a centre forward uh, 83% as an attacking midfielder and uh, 2% as centre midfield oh no where we go um, 30% as centre midfield 43% as a centre forward 42% as an attacking midfielder and a defensive midfielder for 2%. So far this season with us, he is um, he's played 14% as a centre-forward, 83% as attacking and 2% centre-midfield and 1% wing and 1% right wing. See, I would fear bringing Fleming out of that 10 zone um, I think if you look at the creativity, um, a lot goes through him, um, and I would fear losing that by playing him up front. Alex, um, but that does does it though. I mean, you think about it. They were some little balls here and there, but how many assists has he got this season for us? I'm not actually sure the amount of assists he's got. I mean, he scores, he scores goals. The ball up. He scores goals, doesn't he? But he doesn't really create enough to actually create assists. What I'm saying is, he's our top goal scorer. He knows where the back of the net is. Given the players around him, I think maybe he could be, in all sense to put it straight in there as, as, as a centre forward for us now, but I think if Bradshaw gets injured or he needs a rest, he's not a bad option. I'd rather have him there. I'd rather fucking George Jones up there instead of Voggy, to be honest with you. But I think he'll be the third option. A, it probably wouldn't be bad, maybe, if it was 
a one-off or it was something that they had to do for, you know, a particular reason. But I would rather they take the risk of playing someone who's, you know, Ollie Burke's traditional position is a centre-forward. You know, so I'd rather they take the risk on playing him there than take Fleming out of his position personally. That's what my view would be um, on that. I wouldn't be firmly against it, you know, if it had to be done in terms, you know, for one game or something like that. Um, But if Bradshaw was to be injured, for instance, um, I wouldn't like to see him play as a centre-forward for an extended period. But that's just my opinion. I mean, you you look at um, with what you said there about Oli Burt. Oli Burt this this season for fifteen games has played centre forward for ninety two percent of his games. I've posted the Fleming um, heat map on our Twitter and obviously put it on our group, gents. Um, but yeah, um, I think, I think he's got two goals, Berkey. I think uh, uh, Werner Bremen this year. I think he's got. F- I think he's had fifty. Yeah, I think he's had fifteen appearances and two goals. Posted on our group as well the heat map for um, Burke for this season so far. See, see, that's 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 the other thing, isn't it? With you know, I I, I quite like Oliver Burke, and I I was quite disappointed that we wasn't able to hold on to him last summer. But it just I don't know two goals in fifteen games. Okay, it's the Bundesliga, you know, it's a, one of the competitive leagues in Europe, but. It's just, it's just so underwhelming, and you know, I, 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 we had to bring in bodies. They brought in bodies. Um, we all knew that, but I, I'm, I'm not convinced that, um, that you know, it, it's enough. I, I hope I'm wrong. As I say, I, it, 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 I'm probably the one that sounded the most negative on on this. But I just, and we've all been here before. We've been following Mill a long time. We know how it works. That the, the the budget's always the, the or the transfers is always the thing that pot- potentially lets us down. But you know, with the the guy Ann talk about, as I say, that they picked up that that their striker, I forget his name, I think it is for for a free, and and has has come to the league and, and scored goals. And you know, we we have to hear, and I don't blame Rowett. I really do not blame Gary Rowett. He is the one who is stood in front of the camera that has to face the questions from the journalists and and perhaps the wrath of the supporters on a Saturday or a Tuesday. It's not his fault that deals aren't done, in my opinion. Um, yeah, players might not want to come and play for Millwall, but I'm pretty sure there are a lot of players that would want to come to a side that are challenging for the top six. Um, so, you know, I, I, I do feel sorry for Rao. He's probably thinking, what more have I got to do to have a little bit more um, back in, they tried with Nesbit. Um, well, where's that money now? Where's it gone? Again, see now that—that's money that that I think is something that would definitely be rare to use come the summer. Um, judging by, you know, I was having this conversation with someone a couple of days ago, and I think what the club are now prepared to do is look at these signings, particularly if the Nisbet deal had gone through, it would be looked at as an investment. You know, just like Fleming's looked at as an investment. They're players that the club are going to end up being forced to sell on. 
Um, and but they will get the money for it, and they and then they'll be able to reinvest it in other people, which you'd call projects, if you like. Uh, that, that's all well and good. That that's all well and good. And that's where that money will come come the summer. I believe that's what the club's plans are. That's the way they're looking. I mean, they're trying to look at at a model like a successful model, like Brentford were for a good few years, where they would have these players come in, they'd sell them on, um, and you know the likes they had Neil Morpay, they had Saeed Ben Rama, Ollie Watkins, all those types of players they bought from the lower leagues for cheap money. Um, and sold on the big money and now you look at where they are so that's that's the type of uh, plan that the club are going to go for just on that that's, do that's... we think sorry, sorry do we think we've got the infrastructure behind us because Brentford spent a lot of money building out a recruitment system and process and obviously analysts all that sort of thing do we think we've got enough infrastructure behind us in the recruitment team to be able to replicate something like that and I don't mean exactly like what Brentford did because they've been highly successful and as I say spent a lot of money but do we think Absolutely. do we think we've got enough to do it because surely if we are looking down that route we would have got someone in this window we've got we've got Aldo and we've got football manager um 2024 um pre-copy <laughs> um yeah mate he's, he's it's on fire. Just a quick question to you boys um, going forward, because I'm just playing around with the um, with the stack company, obviously, because it's slightly different how we do on a pod doing it this way. Um, where do you think um, Duncan Watmore's played most last season or this season? He's played 21 games this season. Hasn't he? On the bench. He's played 59% in a centre-forward role, 17% in an attacking midfielder role, and 22% on the left wing and 2% on the right wing. But that would be that would be coming on as a sub, though. That wouldn't be... Yeah. Maybe. Maybe. Well, it has to be, because Akpom... Last Ak- season, he played 41 games, and he played 87% of those games as a centre-forward. But I think they, they, they sometimes play two up front in there as well, and they kind of rotate, and they're, they're quite sort of, you know, quite sort of versatile where, they, where their forwards play. So he's probably coming in a sort of attacking role whether you call it a certain out and out centre forward or not, but he's in a kind of attacking position. But I think for us, I can't see him playing down the middle. It will probably be, you know, in, in the kind of left-hand side, the right-hand side of the attacking three, weren't they, I would have thought? Possibly. Yeah, I would, I would have thought so. Just um, one statement. Uh, if you want to join in, it's really easy. You just press the request to speak. You have to be on a mobile phone. Uh, unless you're on a laptop and you've hacked it to get into the app on the app top on the laptop. But it's the bottom left-hand corner. Uh, there is a purple button um, of a microphone, I believe. And if you press that, you'll then come to us and it will say request to speak. Um, and then we'll get you on and, and hopefully you'll have your opinion and uh, and get you on. So, yeah, we'll go from there. There's Just on the subject of um, <clears throat> both for Ben and, and Alex, the, the fact of the, the matter is is that whilst, okay, the, the club's stance is that they want to invest and they want to become, you know, follow the Brentford model and follow the Brighton model, et cetera, et cetera. Brentford and Brighton were doing it when they were successful. They had success. They got themselves promoted. They, you know, I know it didn't start like that. They obviously had to bring players in to get them up the footballing chain, but they managed to do it and they managed to keep themselves moving forward as, as football clubs. 
if if the plan is to buy and sell players, as Ben said, you have to have players coming in the door. We've got um, Fleming, who's obviously one that you know we all know that he's going to be probably sold f- f- for more money. But you can't. It's all very well wanting to be you know uh, selling players and making profit and try and, and make the club sustainable that way. But look at Ipswich. Ipswich are a club that were in the championship for 16 seasons. They made the playoff one year. I think they got battered by their local rivals, Norwich, in the in the semi-final. But they they were constantly in the championship. They were there, um, you know, just a steady club. And now they, I know they're having a better season, but they're struggling to get out of League One because the, the bubble bursts. In, at this level, you have to take your opportunity when it comes along. And... If you're going to invest in players, the money that goes into transfers nowadays is completely different to what it was perhaps when Brighton were doing it and Brentford were doing it five, six, seven years ago. You'll pay, you know, Mill were about to spend their record transfer fee. They try to break it again this year, which is two million. You're not, you know, Brentford were paying for paying peanuts for players that they've that they've been able to sell. So for us to be able to do it now, I, I don't think. It's sustainable when you've only got one or two players that are possibly going to be going out the door for big money. Yeah, you have a point there. I will say that, uh, but you look at that model for Brentford, for instance. It took them a while, you know. Don't forget, they only got in the playoffs one year, um, two years actually, I think, uh, before they got promoted. Oh, sorry, including the year they got promoted. Uh, no, sorry. But two years uh, before they got promoted. I mean, they lost to uh, to Borough, I think. In the first season they came up from League One, they lost to Borough in the playoffs. They then had a few um, a few years where, again, they were bringing the players through. They were selling players on. It was a slow development. Um, they got to the final against Fulham, got beat by Fulham. Um but again, they suck. But they didn't. They still sold their best players that that year, and they reinvested the money smartly. Um, and you look at where they are now. Yeah, look. But also, they've had stability there. You know, you've got the same same coaches, same same people involved with the club, um, which is key for those types of. Um, projects and stuff like that you've got to have a manager who buys into it you've got to have the recruitment team that buy into it I do agree on Ben's point regarding the recruitment policies or the recruitment team that Millwall is not as strong as certainly it could be Um, and I can understand a lot of the frustrations that fans have had I mean after I tweeted out that that was it and business was done uh, I did get some interesting replies. Um, and I can understand that frustration to be fair because it does look like the club have put all their eggs in the Kevin Nisbet basket, um, which again would have been a record deal for the club. It would have been the third successive window, I think, that, they're, that they're, the record fee had been broken, uh, which again would show progress each and every time. I don't see. I do think you're right, Stephen. In terms of you can't fault the manager. I think he's laid out his targets, and all right, the, for whatever reason, the club haven't been able to get them, or they should have got Kevin Nisbet, for instance. But obviously, that was a an issue beyond the club's control. That 
Nah, wasn't Kevin Nesbitt injured tonight? I heard he, he hobbled off, didn't he? With the yeah, injuries. We, yeah, but, he did well. So in hindsight, that's probably a blessing. You kind of dodged a bullet on that one, anyway. I don't think even Kevin Nesbitt would have been the, the player we, we needed, to be fair. I mean, I know he, he, he knows where the back of the net is. He's, he's had a bit of luck in the last sort of seven games. And I mean, if you see the goals he scored in the highlights, they're not fucking, you know, worldies or, or goals that he's created out of nothing. They, they've, they've been tappings. He's had like, yeah, he's had time in the ball. He's, he, well, the, the chances he's, the chances he can get in there and get those goals. But the chances he scored for Hibs this this recent season, we don't create those fucking chances. You know, you don't get time in the box to sort of like think where you're going to pull it. You know, and and I I just, I just couldn't I can't see him being the answer for us. And in a way, I'm quite glad we didn't sign him. Um, we still haven't quite found that striker. I think what we need is someone. And there it is. That's as good as it gets on this stage. Nissan Townstar EV strikes again. It's an unstoppable van. Unstoppable. Look, just fantastic. You can actually see the ProPilot technology in action. Effortless parallel parking. It moves with all the confidence that comes with a five-year warranty. And with a bench full of all-star van experts, there's real strength in depth here. That's all-star quality. Search Nissan Townstar EV and visit your local all-star van centre to see for yourself. Terms and conditions apply. Five years or 100,000 miles, whichever comes first. ProPilot is an advanced driver assist technology. Driver's responsibility to stay alert, drive safely and control vehicle at all times. Picture the scene. All of your mates around. You've got your McNugget share boxes ready to go. Partner this with your team playing champagne football. Perfect. Order McDelivery now on the McDonald's app. There's nothing quite like a McDelivery. At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Their presence up front, when you saw who's a bit of a unit, can, can run a little bit, good in the air, hold a ball, do everything. I know you're asking for a lot there, but I'm, I don't know whether Nesbitt was actually the player we, we, we needed. So in some ways, I'm quite pleased about that. But, um, yeah, we've, I, we've, got, on, we've got Lewis. Lewis, come on, fella. Come on, fella, you free space. Hello, mate. Yeah, I agree. Evening, mate. Yeah, I agree with Joe there. I don't think Nesbitt is the answer. No, no, you can't. You can't come on space, Lewis. You can't. Someone won't come on and agree with Joe. No, I don't think. I don't think he's the answer. He's playing in the shit league, and you like you say, you exactly. don't get the time and the space in the championship like that. Hundred percent. You don't. You don't have to. Exactly. I don't think we were ever really going to take him because I think what we wanted to do is have a closer look at that knee. And as soon as we had a closer look at that knee, we knew it was a no well, go. It's played yeah. that tonight, and it? He's got injured and gone on. Yeah, exactly. What do you think on Joe's other point then about Bog Slammer? Bog Slammer, I think needs a chance through the middle. He probably will get a chance through the middle. In now, yeah, I mean, he's had a character chance. Now we haven't anyone. I think he does get a chance through the middle, and he's only going to prove people wrong, or it's going to go the other way. He will. I hope he proves me wrong, Louis. Honestly, I hope hope he really does prove me wrong because I want nothing better than him playing well, scoring goals for us. Of course, I would, you know. But yeah. from what I've seen of him, I just can't see it happening. I just can't see him. He, sh- he shows, he shows little glimpses of what he can do. He works hard, but final product. He, work, he works hard. Really some... No winger. I know exactly. But I, I think when he first came on the scene for us, the first few games, if you remember. He was having shots from outside the box. He was yeah. playing with confidence. He was, he was really trying to give it a go. And maybe one or two of those shots went in. Who knows? He could be a different player now. But I think he's probably struggling with confidence at the moment. I think he's playing very, very safe. Yeah. By that, what I mean is he's doing a job for us. He's tracking back. He's putting tackles in and, you know, working hard. 
which is can't... which is what you, what you need and what Mill fans want, isn't it? That's yeah, to, to a degree. But when you play that attacking role, you got off us a bit more. I mean, you're, you're he's effectively filling Jed Wallace's boots at the moment on that right hand side, and, and big, he, big boots to fill, and they're fucking big boots to fill. And he ain't, he ain't getting nothing in there. There's no no creativity. There's no crosses. He's ain't whipping balls in. He's not having shots. He's not getting the areas to create. You know, have shots on goal. You know, I just don't think. He's right for us, and I get again. I completely hope that I'm wrong here. Yeah, he does have a chance, and I'm sure he will. But sure he proves us all wrong. Bear with me one sec, Kate. Do you still want to come in, fella? Um, if you do, just request to speak again, and I'll get you back on. Uh, unless you still got access to it. Um, no, Joe. I think I think it's a bit harsh to say that he's filling Jed Wallace's boots because I don't think he well, was he brought is. in. To, yeah, but I don't think he was brought in to replace Jed Wallace. He's not, but at the moment. Or he's moment. playing in that position up until the last game. He but, was filling Jed Wallace's boots. I don't know how, how, how you kind of make it look. He was playing the role that Jed Wallace would be playing in. But he was. Um, that's because of necessity. Because we haven't got any wingers, so someone's got to play out there. You could, you could put George Evans out there. You could put yeah. Brian Leonard out well, there. Well, just Hun- whoever. Honeyman's played there, and, and he struggled a little bit. To be fair, but I think Honeyman's probably given us a little bit more in, in creativity than than uh, Summer has done all, all season, and, and he's probably played there more more than. Any player that I know this season. What's your, uh, what's your take on uh, Roman Esso? I like him. Yeah, I do I as well. I think he should be given more minutes, more game time. Good. In fact, I think he should even start some games if absolutely uh, the opportunities there because I think he can be. I feel a like he's going to push, push back out now that you got what, what now you got what more about for the door. I don't think he's going to get many more chances. You know what, right? Like, unfortunately, he'll probably be, again. He'll probably be a sub player coming on. I just hope he gets more minutes. I mean, coming on. Five minutes ago, ten minutes ago, yeah, it's all right. But a player like him, you need to give him at least a twenty-minute run. You come on sixty-five. Absolutely. Yeah. What did he get up running with uh, Rotherham? He came on for the last ten or fifteen, didn't he? he Look sharp. He did. He's probably our best player. The last yeah. ten minutes, he, he looked lively. And and the things when you're young and you're raw like that, you have got no fear. You know, he no, wants to get the ball. He wants to impress. You know, yeah. and, and, and I, I don't know, maybe it's just me, but I just feel that if he gives, give him more minutes, give him more game time, I think he could be a real asset for He's only going to get better and better, isn't he, with age? 100%. Exactly. Listen, if you want to get involved, it's really easy to do. You just need to press that request uh, to talk button and you literally will we'll get you on straight away. Uh, Kane, you did, and then you drop back out, maybe you changed your mind. Uh, if you've got an opinion or you've got something you want to do or even you just want to phone up and disagree with Joe or any of the other panel, then please feel welcome um, to do Joe, that. what's your take on, on Long? I, I like you, mate. To be fair, there was a, there was a bit of a, a question mark, I think, early in the season where everyone's saying, well, yeah, he's not bad with his feet, his distribution okay, but he, he ain't a good shot stopper. He's not as good as spot. I think in recent games, you've seen that side of him. You've seen him come out for crosses and catch balls and and make some crucial stops for us. I, I don't have um, but I, I do agree again. <laughs> yeah, I say what, Luke, you come on every week, mate. I'll come on when you're on. Bart, Bart <laughs> was Bart was good for so long and so long, and all of a sudden, start like like ropey shots were going in. And you're thinking he's got to, he's got to change it. He's got to give longer go. I mean, don't get me wrong, Bart Bart's been great, and and he's proved it by winning sort of player of the season last couple of seasons, and, and and winning the Golden Glove a couple of years ago. But he fucked off as well, didn't he? When, when he dropped exactly, it. but no longer under. Exactly, he ain't getting any younger. I think with with his dodgy knee, that's very very well publicised amongst all. We all know he's got a dodgy knee at the moment. But I think it probably suits him. Him being a backup keeper and not playing week in week out for us probably suits him much. It suits us. Yeah. And he will probably get games here and there. 
Um, yeah, probably not often, but he will be a backup keeper. And that might suit him at, at this time of, of his age, of his career. He probably likes it at the club. He's probably settled now with his family, living, living down this way. And maybe it, it suits him. But I think having long in goal certainly gives us a lot more um, in, in, as a presence, but also his distribution. I mean, my heart's not in my mouth when the ball gets passed back to him like it does with Bart. Sometimes when the ball gets passed back to Bart, my, 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 I'm really thinking, Jesus Christ, he's going to lose it. Is he going to, is he going to scuff it? Whereas, no, he just keep, looks like a very good player. Speaking of the great player, I'm picking Rick, Rick, you haven't seen the card box. Oh. Really good. Really, really I think good. I spoke about it before, Joe, didn't I, on one of the pods? Yeah, he's, he's kicking up Luke, wasn't he? He reaches, reaches the position was better. Yeah, look, Long's distribution is is completely in a different league to Bart's. And so I think we said it before that if Bart's was better, he would he probably wouldn't be playing for us, right? Because he'd yeah. probably be in a lower end Premier League side or something like that because he shot stopping. Yeah, distribution that, ain't the best. That is his distribution and his kicking's pretty bad. And don't forget, we did sign Bart as a backup. If it wasn't filled in doing his, was it his quad in his first game? It was yeah. Bart was going to be looking like a backup. But I, I, I like Long. I think, again, we spoke about it before. I think he's had that run of games now. I've got no problem with Long being in there. Can the new boys play Saturday? Yes, they can. Yes. Do you think, do you think either of them will go straight in? Uh, both will definitely be involved in the squad, I imagine. Um, I think what more goes straight in. I could see what will going in, um, but again, it will very much depend, I think, on whether he wants to upset a winning team. Uh, don't forget, they would have had two weeks off, wouldn't they? So, it would be, um, yeah, I'm not sure whether it will go straight in. Both of them will be involved either way. Um, I bet SA is out now. He'll miss out on the squad, SA. Here's one for What? Yeah. Lewis, what's your um? What would be your ideal starting eleven then for Saturday? Saturday, mm. I'll go Long, McNamara, Hutch, Coates, Murray, Wallace, Savile, Billy Mitchell, uh, Fleming, Watmore, uh, Honeyman, but no but, nah. Nah, he won't put him That's straight in. No, no way in the world. No way in the world he'd put him straight in. Mm. He's more of the last 20, isn't he? Last half hour when left backs and right backs are fucked. Yeah, I mean, that's what he did for us last time. I just don't know whether this time, with the the need for us to have a, an outlet there, whether he might start more games. Um, I don't think Vogsland will play Saturday. No. I, Sorry, think, I don't think Vogsland will start Saturday. I think we also need to be looking at. Um, I think Callum Styles should be in at left back. Um, yeah. I thought he did quite a good job. Um, he's done quite a good job there, and I also think that some of them are going to pose a threat with the yellow down that um, down their right hand side, so our left. So yeah, and but I, will he want will he want Styles bombing forward, or will he go with defensive Murray? The problem is Murray Wallace. As much as I think Wallace is a you know we've always said a seven out of ten. Defensively this year, I think Wallace has been has struggled. He's a fault for the goal, really. Yes, I agree there. I and think he's looked ropey at times. I and think he was, a, he was at fault for the goal at Middlesbrough, wasn't he? Murray Wallace, the yellow turned inside out. The yellow is is one of the you know highest prospects in the championship. He, I know he's on loan from Man United. For me, if if Murray Wallace is playing at left back on on um, on Saturday, 
whoever's playing wide left is going to have to do one hell of a job to help him out against Diallo, which is why I would rather have um, Styles at left back personally for this one. You're not the only one. Yeah, I, yeah. Aylan off um, on Twitter who's listening to us now. Uh, if you want to come on, Danny, just press request. Um, he says Styles has got to go in the left back this weekend. Um, so he's agreeing with you there, I think, Stephen. I think it's it's one of those where look, I've got nothing against Murray Wallace. He's been a solid player for us, but if he's clearly had his issues this year, he he doesn't have. I don't think he has the pace um, that you that's required. I mean, if you think about that Sunderland game, I know it was just after the World Cup, but the he, everything went through him. That yeah. the, the guy on the right hand side. So I think Styles. Um, just because of a little bit more mobility, but again, whoever's playing on the left-hand side of the midfield is going to have to do yeah. one. Yeah, it's going to have to do one hell of a job as well because it's good. That, that's where a lot of the threat's going to come. So that's going back to few box numbers, guys. I've got a, an interesting one to raise here. Bristol City have just confirmed Chris Martin's left the club by mutual agreement. It's not the argument. It's two of them that have left. Yeah, uh, Tim Closer being the other one. Yeah. Um, I'm just wondering, Chris Martin, championship experience as a striker, would that be someone... Isn't he about 127? He'd be, be on big money there, though, wouldn't he? It's worth a gamble, but would it worth the wages? Oh, I'm just been given suspicion to speak. Well, Harry... Well, Harry Cornitz, or whatever his name is, has just been given permission to speak to Bristol as well. Harry Cornick. Now, Harry Cornick is a Luton, isn't he? I'm, yeah, I'm quite surprised at that. Actually, yeah. I'd, be, I'd, be, I'd be very surprised with Luton allowing someone to leave. Um, you know, when he was quite a key, quite a key player for them last season was Harry Cornick. Come uh, back from injury, yeah, though. Yeah, but still, still very important player uh, to Luton last season. I'd be very. I mean, that does surprise me that they'd be willing to let him. To let him leave, um, but that does surprise me slightly. Good, good um, I think he, yeah, he scored the other night, did yeah. as well for them. Also, he he got a double against us at the Den last season. Uh, right, yeah, if I remember. Um, but yeah, I think the point with Chris Martin, yeah, I know he's old, but well, worth a gamble for nothing. But 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 would it be a deal until the end of the season? I mean, I would personally, I would take that deal. I think that'd be a decent deal to the end of the season. There's that left eight, and that minutes left of the winning it window, and I don't think it's um, yeah, to be completed tonight. Yeah, because he's not got a club, he can do it after. So that deal could be done as a as a um, as an out of contract deal anyway. So that one wouldn't matter. I've got to answer a question on on Charlie Criswell. Yeah, one sec, one sec, one sec. Um, if you've got an opinion on anything we're saying, just um, tag us in on Twitter and uh, and we get it on Newies. One we'll come back to in a little bit Jenkins, so don't panic. I will raise your point. Um but we'll do it towards the end of this um rather than now because it'll probably take us well off topic and we'll um we'll do it towards the end. But yeah, gone you're gonna mention the um the the, the buyout clause. Yeah, I've got I've had people asking me about Charlie Creswell all night since the news since that news broke. Um he cannot be recalled now until the end of the season anyway because there's a clause in the loan 
which meant he had to be recalled by a certain time. That time has actually passed. Um, if I technically and, true. Uh, would, hey? I don't think that's technically true. I mean, I've heard something different where there's potentially a a, a, a two hundred thousand pound fee. What Millwall gets um, to terminate early if a player, if a, and that's, that's what I heard, Nicky as well. Yeah, which is going to be a drop in the ocean for them, really, isn't it? If they really want him back, they'll, they'll pay it. And... It would be, but it wouldn't be Leeds that'd have to pay it. It would be the club would have yeah. to pay it. Uh, would be the club that have to pay it. Do you think um, it'd be a big loss though? I, do you think it'd be a big loss? I don't think he is. I don't think it'd be a loss, but it's cover, isn't it? Um, and I think. Had the wind he's not great in a thought, though, longer. He's not great in a thought. No, he's not. He's not. But he's a cover option. And had had the window been going on, had we been a week earlier, I wouldn't have been surprised if that. Yeah, I think you'd have gone um, a week earlier because it came so late. Um, and they lost that Harry Souter as well, didn't they? So that's probably why they're panicking. Yeah, yeah. So that's why that that deal came about. But it won't happen. Um, now, obviously, there's not enough time in the window for it to happen, but it won't happen. Um, there are now, of course, it is an 11 o'clock deadline, but there are such things as loopholes, um, a deal sheet. If you get your deal sheet in to the EFL with both club signatures and the player's signature, I believe, uh, then you get granted an extension to complete the deal, as yeah. what happened with Millwall in the summer window with Callum Styles coming in. Uh, there was a deal sheet sent to the EFL in time, which meant the paperwork could be completed later um, and stuff like that. So that is, they say it's an 11 o'clock deadline, but if you do get uh, all your paperwork in, then you can have an extended period of time to uh, to get your deals wrapped up. So what you're saying, Alex, is that we're working on a deal now and we can get an extension and the striker that we all cry out for is coming in. I wish we could say that. I really do. I do wish we could say that. And we did hear different things throughout the day about different things could possibly happen, but none of them ended up happening. Um, it was on the phone to different people, messaging different people to see what we could get, but um, <clears throat> in the end, nothing, unfortunately. Lugan's just agreed a deal to sign the highly rated Peterborough striker, Joe Taylor. Well, Peterborough have a habit of this, don't they? They seem to find strikers that can score however many goals and then sell them off to different people. Um, they uh, And they themselves have agreed a deal, I believe, with um, Chesterfield for a highly rated striker. It's Ishimanga from Chesterfield. And a uh, former Millwall man, Aidan O'Brien, has linked up with uh, Neil Harris at Gillingham. That's the most obvious transfer i think ever that was he as soon as his contract i think was or it was talk he was even shrewsbury he was always yeah. going to go back to harris when he i think that is you know it's a very good signing for league two i must say uh they've had a cracking window of Gillingham. i must say they've done very very well and uh i did watch them last weekend actually at uh at swindon um yeah that's not... safe to say they looked a lot better than what they did um uh uh Earlier on in the campaign, I must say. <clears throat> right, we'll come back to this point where we've sort of died off a bit. Uh, and before we end, um, we're going a little bit and we'll go before then. But Jenky on Twitter, uh, Reese Jen, I think his name is, um, with a load of numbers. Um, perhaps 
this is his point, and I'll get your feedback on it. Perhaps sacrifice a season to focus on being mid-table safe. Only sign under 25s. Develop assists to sell on, such as Billy, S.A., Danny. Make profit. Invest in younger players and develop for the future is the only way to progress out of the championship in the Brighton way, in my honest opinion. It will never That's work at Mill. Never work at Mill. Takes too long. Yeah, I've got to agree. The fans, the fans won't stick with it. They, they won't, they won't buy it. I agree with you. I don't, I don't disagree with you. I think yeah, it's uh, far too long to try and build that, and the fans will get the arsehole. Fans like to win at home. They won't want young kids playing and losing, and oh, we're waiting for the future. They won't want that. I totally agree with you. I mean, if you've got an opinion on that, then please, you know, either tag us in on Twitter or or, or request to speak. You know. I'm, the the big thing the big thing about that is in on paper that kind of route is the route you know it's the dream to be able to you know make the club self sufficient buy young players sell them on make a profit keep keep bringing players in etc but as I said when it comes down to it this breaking, season sorry Steve breaking news Chris Martin has been um, signed by Gillingham wow oh, wow that's, yeah. that's a Gillingham, um, BBC, wow. Kent has just broke. Um, football, Gillingham have signed former Scotland striker Chris Martin. Whilst his contract at Bristol City was cancelled, the 34-year-old played Premier League for Norwich, making more than 100 appearances for them, as well as 200-plus for um, Derby County. So that thought of let's go for him. Um, for Neil, is Neil Harris listening to this? Neil Harris had got him. So, yes. <laughs> well, but literally, I've tweeted three times that their business for this window is is done. They then announced someone else. Then they announced Aidan O'Brien. Then, oh, ridiculous. So now they're going to be ready with your cowlies uh, talking balls. Yeah, they're not sitting there in their Domino's pizza. They're actually going to sign Bang Hoy John called uh, Oak Bean, whatever his name is. Still got time. Left. 30 seconds left. Come on. On the, he's a terrific. Uh, a terrific deal for uh, for Gillingham, I must say. I don't think he's championship level now, 34. He ain't got the legs on him. He can't do a job for us. I'm, no, I'm glad no I don't think so. Go, going back to the, the, the Brighton way, though, that's all well and good, and there's so many clubs that want to do the same thing, but we're talking about the here and now. We're talking about this season, this this half a season. This is the best opportunity that a club like Mill is going to have to make the Premier League. Luton, did, I think Luton played tonight, didn't they? Did they? Yeah, I don't know. They, did they, they win? They gave minute. Yeah, they got the winner. Right. So a, another club like a Luton, who yeah, okay, I know they've, you know, they were obviously you know dropped down the the leagues and now are coming back up. Clubs like us, this is the best opportunity to make the top six. And unfortunately, the Brighton way, the Brentford way, the Man United way, could, I don't give a monkeys about any of them ways. It's how to get out of this league right now. Yeah, okay. In the world as well, isn't it? Yeah, okay. Okay, next year, next year, you might have to, you might have to reevaluate and Fleming might go for money or SA or McNamara, whoever, and, and you, you, you kind of, you, you use that as a, as a starting point to start developing young players. But we're talking about right now. If Nesbitt was an investment, and it didn't work, fine. 
you go to plan B, you 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 do what you need to do to get to the end of the season and, and get to you get where you want to be. Gary Rowett did not come in three years ago or four years ago. He didn't come in in his interview and say, We want to invest for the future, we want to have infrastructure, we wanna we wanna bring in young players. He told us he would be looking to make a top six push within three years. Now we've had COVID and other things, so it's the fourth year. But he's done it in each year, though. No, oh, he has. He has. He has. But why have why have we fallen short each year? What's the reason we've fallen short each year? The reason we've fallen short is the same as it is. The same exactly, as it is. The same and he's never rectified. But yeah, he, we've got, got to look at the clubs that are in and around it as well. I mean, you've got. I mean, if you look at the teams, you know, Norwich, Middlesbrough, uh, Long, Watford. Burnley, Sheffield United, all those teams have money to spend. West Brom, they, West Brom was shocking when they voted me out, weren't they? And now that, yeah, but so they've they got money to spend. Money to spend, and and every until, year, until Millwall are either giving significant investment or um, there's something drastic changes, there's always going to be the same. There's always going to be a side that either finish just outside it. Or, or we'll have to, or yeah, it's it's going to be very difficult to take that step. Then, then for me, it's don't a risk that needs to be taken. Don't don't come out and say that you've got aspirations of making the top six if you're never really going to be able to do it. It's it's a waste of time. It, we might as well we might as well come out and say we're going to look to bring on younger players and 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 go down that route. I, I just I I think it's very it's it's very frustrating that again I, I look. There's teams that have more, might have more money than us to spend, but this group of players is the best group of players we've had in a long, long time. They needed one, maybe one, possibly two more, just quality additions to give us a real chance. And instead, they've gone down the safe route and and gone. We'll see if it's enough. And I, I just don't think it is. And I think this was the season to abandon the, the, the investing in players and, and for the future. This was the season to go for it. And I just think they've just been too safe. We're, we're in a good position as we are now, though, aren't we? No one can deny that. And I think, I think, I think not going for Nesbitt is, is good. Look at tonight. He's got injured, wasted two and a half million. Then what, then when, what do people say? Yeah, the club would have been ruined if we had signed him. They would have been ruined. But I personally think that the club knew his knee weren't good. Yeah, that's why that's why he's failed the medical. He didn't come down with a suitcase for nothing. No, they wanted to see what you know, see the extent of the knee personally, and they sussed it and went, "Yeah, it looks like Chelsea's got their man as well." Yeah, yes, the deal sheet is in. Yeah, deal sheet was in for Enzo Fernandez. That's some big money there, isn't there? One hundred and five million pound release clause been activated, I believe. I just think you see, it's not bad bit of business. I'd like to know if anyone knows um, how many transfer windows it is now that we've signed a former player in every transfer window. It seems for the last four. Uh, I think under Gary Rowett, we have done that yeah. quite a lot. Uh, he seems to go his tried and tested route, doesn't he? With players he knows. Uh, you know, a lot of the players we've signed in his reign have been players that he's had at other clubs. You know, you look at George Evans, for instance, or Mason Bennett, or to name just two of players he's had before, Michael Kiftenbeld, another one. Um, 
you know, I think at times when you don't have as much money as others, you go with your tried and tested routes. Um, and that's what he's done, you know. And I, I think, and I think most people would agree, it'd be very hard to knock the guy for the job he's done. And no, I didn't. But with we now need finances, he's had to do it. Yeah, it's been very, very difficult. But we now need to make a push. We need to now, you know, make a push for the promised land. Um, I agree. And, but I and hope that the I, best I window to do that in is the summer window. Yeah, the January I, window is notoriously hard to do recruitment, and it's always been hard for Millwall as a January window. Yeah, well, maybe maybe we need to do the 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 a summer window properly then to make sure that we've got decent players to hit the ground running rather than coming in. It's got to be done earlier. And we need to just try and get good players as quickly as we can and, and, and you know, and go from there. Um, yeah, you know, it'll be... It, it, I, I suppose the final question, I'll come to you guys who are all prepared, all on there, and I'll start with you first, Lewis. Do you think the players we signed are pretty much the best we were going to get for our budget. And do you think that they've got... Who else could we have got better? What's that? Who else could we have got better? Well, that's what I'm saying to you. Do you, I mean, you know, with the the budget what we've got, do you think these are probably the best players out there we've got or we could get? And do you think that these are the players to be able to make us push on? This, do a good... For I think they'll certainly help us, and they'll certainly help the people in their in the positions now to to put a rocket up their ass to try and perform better, like Vog Slammer, because he ain't going to get as many games as he is now with uh, Watmore and Burke coming into the squad. Yeah, I don't think he's going to get as much game time if he's not scoring and he's not creating chances. Yeah, no, I agree with that, Ben. People would be calling on the sides, wouldn't they? Like, what you, what no, the fuck? Agree. Totally agree with you, Ben. Your views? Uh, yeah. I... No, I think the two we've got in improved the first eleven. I think that's the immediate ask. I think what more does. I think Burke's going to be an impact player. Yeah, um, I just want to defend the club. I did it yesterday on the on, on the pod. Whoever he did it, I, I think these signings certainly what more was targeted by the club. Rich Cowley come out and said that it would have been Nisbet plus what more. I think well, what was done ten days ago. They were just waiting for exactly. didn't have to wait for a replacement. So whatever happened, it was going to be Nisbet plus what more. I think Burke, as I said, was probably I don't know four, five, six, maybe even lower on our target list. We're very quiet generally as a club. We don't come out and say we're targeting X, Y, and Z. We've seen that with um, Dykes and QPR, and obviously Nisbet. And for whatever reason, they both fell through. So I, I don't believe that. Just touching on Stephen's point, I, I don't believe the club have looked at this and not try to get people in this window. January is the worst window in the world for all clubs to try and get clubs to get players in. We're not going to be going after and getting clubs' best players because they're going to be wanting big money. We're not going to be able to afford that. It's always going to be the sort of player we've got in terms of Burke, someone that's out of favour, not getting minutes, and even what more to that point. So, look, it's hard. I think we've obviously tried to target the people we did. They haven't worked out. So, I think it's a tough window and... If the money is there, I hope we do have a go in the summer, but then we just got to hope we can... Does anyone think that Betty would have made a difference to us? I don't know enough about him. I know we've got Benny Fanboy listening in with Chris, but I don't really know enough about him to say, yes, he would have. It seems as though there was quite a few people quite excited by him, but 
He just offers something. Mm. Isn't he big, powerful, pacey? Yeah. I, I think he would, Louis. I think he would have um, definitely made a difference for us. Yeah, sort of I, I, we, I we'd need. We Trouble is, we're after him. Nowhere near what Nesbitt was worth. Well, we were after him. Swansea were after him as well. And um, it sounds like he, he's sticking with uh, with Rotherham. But I think he's available on a free transfer in, in the, the summer. summer. Which will then yeah, create yeah. more opportunities for him then to kind of pick and choose where he wants to go. And he'll, he'll get a big move somewhere. Unfortunately, I can't see him coming to us, though, Sam. No. Joe, um, your 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 views on the players are happy with the signings? Yeah, I mean, I, I would say out of 10, overall, I would say I'll, I'll give myself a, a, you know, a, a good seven, um, as, as in happiness. I mean, happy sign a centre forwards. Um, a good centre forward, I would sort of yeah, ten out of ten. Because last before we needed pace, we were struggling. You know, Rout was trying to play a system. You can see how the, how the team was set up against teams where we don't press high at the pitch. We're sitting back. We're trying to counter. But when you're trying to counter, you need a bit of pace to get behind the back line. We didn't have that. Now with what more? Now with Burke, um, we, we've got that, that that sort of pace um, to to exploit them at the back. Um, like I said, a little bit gutted if we didn't get a centre forward, but hopefully Bradders will get more chances um, with with the guys around him now to sort of um, to score a few more goals. And um, yeah, I mean, whether, whether we actually make the uh, the playoffs in the season, I don't know. I don't know whether we've got enough firepower now to um, to do that. But anything can happen. It's a weird, weird league. This league, isn't it? You know, and um, teams have surprised us. You know, every season. Hopefully, we're one of the teams that are going to surprise them and, and these these players might make a difference and hopefully we might be there coming this season who, who knows and Saturday be a big test though it's and I will be Stephen um, as I said earlier I think the players that have come in have given us squad depth they've given us as Joe said we needed pace we we were desperately lacking pace without um, I think Tyler Bury and Mason Bennett probably have a bit about them but again Made a bottle, we, though, he? Made we needed more. We needed more than that. Um, I think not signing a striker is just. I just think it's it's criminal to 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 give up the opportunity that we've had and, and not not try and, and and bring in. Well, no, probably not fair to say not try and bring in a striker, but to not get one over the line. It just seems to me as if they they've blown a little bit of an opportunity. I like Burke. Um, from what I've heard of what I don't, I haven't seen enough of what more to. To really form an opinion, but uh, you know the Middlesbrough fans seem to have. So what's going against this? What more? <laughs> have all, he see, they seem to have. Um, yeah, they seem to. They seem to have been disappointed that he was gone. So that looks like a little, maybe a bit shrewd bit of business from from the club. But I, I my my worry um, is is now Tom Bradshaw needs to be wrapped up in cotton wool after every game um, because um, if if he if anything happens to him. I think we're we're um, we're going to slowly fade away. But as as Joe said, anything can happen. Anything can happen between now and the end of the season. I think there's lots of clubs going for that top six. And when um, Andreas Vogel Samuel scores his fifth goal, that fires us to the top six. <laughs> um, and Joe has to pay a fifty pound bet. Then uh, it'll all be worth it. I'll and I'll take it all back. I'll take it all back. I'll, I'll take it all back. Play it. I'll how do you play it? But it ain't going to happen, mate. Sorry, Alex. Before it comes to shoot. Um, Stephen Lloyd, I hope you enjoy your post around in the morning, mate, and you can listen to this uh, in full tomorrow. I thought I'd just give you a shout out for that, so you can listen to your name called out as you're walking down the road. <laughs> uh, Craig Jones says, "Are we expecting the potential of a more 
just go through some questions. People have taken the uh, the time to write the questions, so I'll just sit there and get involved. Uh, are we expecting the potential of more under-21s youth players being blooded in next season? And is it encouraging that we're not holding on to youngsters who don't have a future, like Tapolo and Alofi, uh, thus giving more opportunity to the kids coming through? Uh, was it Bobby Backache doing the medicals from this bit? Bobby Backache hasn't worked for the club for a while. Uh, Jenk, we've done. East Block said, uh, do you think the current crop of players would make the teams of the Patriot Day? Whippers, that is to mute yourself for us, please. There we go. Um, that would probably be one for one of the main pods or one on the next live maybe would be a good one for there. We need to get lucky and find someone, find a proper goal scorer. And Rowett has made this team punch above its weight for three or four seasons now. He's managed to get a song out of mediocre championship players on a shoestring budget. A lot of managers would struggle with this squad. Realistically, we need significant investment to get up out of this league. Danny Hayland, I totally agree with you. Alex, final word, fella. Yeah, look, I think it's been a frustrating window. Uh, I think many will say that um, the I think s- some people maybe will look at the decision to let Benikafobi go before bringing someone else in and think right could we have held out should we have kept him until the end of the season maybe if we weren't going to get anyone else um, I know the Nisbet deal was it was like all eggs in one basket with him um, but that looks to have been the right decision not to go with him in the end. If you look at what's happened with him tonight, um, it's always a difficult window. January, it's never easy. Um, you know, we found it difficult trying to get enough information ourselves, Mickey, haven't we, over the last couple of days? Um, yeah, it's 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 a very difficult window to get anything done in um, unless you're Chelsea of course who go out and spend however much money they want um, well I don't think it's spending how much money they want because what they're doing is they're signing players on large large deals so I mean you know eight years seven years eight year deals that that money just gets spread over each year so they're not actually it's you know they're just holding the rule wouldn't it really yeah which is fair play to yeah. because realistically a premiership club could have done that it's just that everyone's so focused on doing I mean what he's looked at it like is like a business deal, isn't he? He's gone, right, if we we put that over eight years, it's a lower fee for us each year, and hopefully coming to year three or four, that player will be brought at a profit, and then we make on that, and we don't have to fulfil the rest of the, the contract as well. It's their, way of, um, it's their way of getting around the FFP rules um, as well. Absolutely. It is quite, uh, quite shrewd in some ways. Um, Absolutely. But yeah, right. no, I think it's... Um, I think yeah, it's going to be an interesting, an interesting end to the season. I think Bradshaw's going to have to do a lot of a lot of running, a lot of uh, hard graft, um, but he will have decent people to back him up. You know, he's got the likes of Burke, he's got the likes of Watmore, who I think are two decent signings. Um, as much as some people may not agree with that, I do think they're decent signings. Watmore played over a hundred games at Championship level. You know, he's goal involvements were one in four at Borough so he's someone who if he's not scoring he does create so there is hope still um, I know people will feel a little bit deflated 
tonight, but I think come what may, um, I don't think we'll be far off. I tell, I tell you, mate. The listeners can definitely tell that you're a fucking journalist for a living, mate. I think you put <laughs> as many words in that as you could to keep dragging out. Same as Joe. You just, I don't know whether or not you like the sound of your own voice, so you just like using as many words, whether or not you're paid per word. Oh, I, I wish I could. Um, you know, I wish I could do a word, but it don't happen that way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's it. My, my vocabulary is well as good as Alex's one. To be fair, Alex is a proper journalist. I'm just pretend. So want to be one right now thank you very much right listen that's it from us um that's it for this live show thank you very much for joining us we've got loads of you on there we um look to do one or two of these a week and going forward we will be doing these uh regular each week so if you do want to get involved please do just uh do what lewis did today join in um thank you very much to the panel from the pod who joined us tonight and thank you very much to lewis thank you um, Lewis, if you want to come on one of the other shows, mate, just drop us a DM and uh, and then we'll look at maybe trying to get you on one of them so you can have a proper discussion. Yeah, mate. Uh, about one of the subjects, what we what we talk about on there. So, yeah, no problem. You've broken your duck. So, yeah. But that's it from us. Um, this will be out tomorrow morning as a pod um, in full. And that will be the only place where you will be able to hear it. So, thanks very much for joining us. And we'll see you again soon. Check us out across socials. And don't forget, we've got a YouTube channel as well where you can watch the podcast, but obviously you won't be able to watch this one. Thank you. Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximize your home ground advantage with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus serving times, delivery fee, and terms apply. See McDonald's.com. And there it is. That's as good as it gets on this stage. Nissan Townstar EV strikes again. It's an unstoppable van. Unstoppable. Look, just fantastic. You can actually see the Pro Pilot technology in action. Effortless parallel parking. It moves with all the confidence that comes with a five year warranty. And with a bench full of all star van experts, there's real strength in depth here. That's all star quality. Search Nissan Townstar EV and visit your local all star van centre to see for yourself. Terms and conditions apply. Five years or 100,000 miles, whichever comes first. ProPilot is an advanced driver assist technology. Driver's responsibility to stay alert, drive safely and control vehicle at all times. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.